0: Starfield is now officially playable by gamers who bought the premium edition, as long as they didn't also buy an Intel Arc graphics card. Team Blue's GPUs are refusing to run the game, probably in protest against the boundaries on planetary landings. I'm James Stribe, this is TechLinked, and these are posts by Redditors who tried to play Starfield on their Arc A770s and A750s, only to be met with a jumbled mess of textures or simply a very angry task manager. On the platform that we're going to continue referring to as Twitter until they make a stop, Intel said that they are aware of the issues with Stop Yield. Perhaps because they may have just learned that they're supposed to release a driver to optimize the GPU's performance for one of the biggest game launches of the year. They just found this out now! <laughs> AMD released theirs yesterday, while Nvidia, despite Bethesda choosing AMD as the game's official PC partner, had theirs out over a week ago. Even unpaid mod developers, are more on the Starfield ball than Intel, with modern pure dark having already created a way to swap out AMD's FSR 2 upscaling with Nvidia's DLSS. You know, the tech that AMD refuses to say whether Starfield is allowed to officially support. But as Redditor Brand underscore points out, should we be calling out these companies for messing with Starfield's launch, or the people who paid an extra $30 to play a game five days early? We can easily make that back in tweet engagement. It's like $6 a day, I'd pay it. Lenovo has officially this time unveiled the Legion Go handheld, as well as the Legion glasses, which I did not ask for nor want. I've already spoken to them about this. It's clear from the Go specs that Lenovo is gunning for the ROG Ally. But in this economy, the more important detail is its starting price of 699 US dollars. That's $700 for us, other people. It's the same price as the Ryzen Z1 Extreme equipped Ally, even though it looks like the base tier Legion Go will have the Z1 non-extreme. In the EU, the Legion Go will start at 800 euros, either because Lenovo is planning to only sell higher end models in the region or because C'est la vie. Cool it with the questions, moving on. The handheld has a larger battery than the Ally to hopefully fix one of the major complaints about ASUS's device. And it has not one, but two USB 4 ports compared to the Ally's single proprietary XG mobile port. So you can actually connect to an external desktop GPU if you wish. One of the most unique features is the FPS mode that turns the detachable right controller into possibly the least comfortable mouse I've ever seen. It launches in October, which might have been a bad business decision given that that's only a single month until the launch of the highly anticipated PlayStation Portal. It does one thing. Intel is accelerating the build out of its Arizona fab to prep for upcoming manufacturing demand. According to Intel CEO, Pat Cool Cat Kelsinger, they already have a significant customer prepayment for the fab's 18 Angstrom process. While we don't know who the customer is, we know they have enough sway to kick 18A production into gear by the second half of next year. Meanwhile, in also Arizona, TSMC is struggling to launch their Phoenix-based chip fab. According to inside sources at the TSMC site, the bosses from Taiwan weren't big fans of US safety codes and regulations, leading to incidents like workers spraying fireproofing chemicals right above workers eating lunch, who did not bring fireproofing chemicals for lunch. Now that sounds like a serious chemical exposure issue, but on the bright side, not a single sandwich caught fire. My panini press is useless. An expert has claimed TSMC's supposed skilled labor shortage is their own fault for choosing to build their fab in an area with a labor shortage. Also, unlike Intel, TSMC doesn't have existing relationships with universities that can provide idealistic engineering graduates that they can psychologically break with unreasonable work conditions. They just graduated from an engineering program. They'll think it's normal. Now it's time for the Quick Bits brought to you by Volcanica Coffee. Pair your tech news with a nice cup of joe. Bellissimo Volcanica Coffee sources. their beans from the finest crops in the best volcanic regions from around the world. That's their whole thing because the hottest regions make the hottest coffee. You won't believe these wet cups of coffee. Or you can ice it. I mean, we can't stop you. They're exotic. High quality coffee has distinctly different flavors and nuances to tantalize your taste buds. Go check out Volcanica Coffee at the link below and use code LINUS15 for 15% off your order. Here's your daily reminder that the Quick Bits love you. Don't say it back, they already know. Gigabyte just unveiled a PCIe Gen 5 SSD that can achieve 12 gigabytes per second speeds because they didn't think that the 10 gigabyte per second SSD they unveiled in April was fast enough. The Aorus Gen 5 12,000 SSD comes in one terabyte and two terabyte variants with a two terabyte version being slightly faster. The SSD is so fast, it needs a cooler that is over four centimeters tall. That's a lot of centimeters (laughs) for this. Remember when computer components used to get smaller over time? (sighs) And have you seen the housing market? And bread's like a thousand dollars. The houses are smaller. Hacking group Anonymous Sudan, which is not an incognito car, have taken credit for a series of DDoS attacks this week, hitting Twitter, Fanfiction Hub Archive of Our Own, again, and the French Postal Service. Yes, they do have a postal service. However, the strike on Twitter seems to have been more of a pigtail pull to beg Elon Musk to open Starlink in Sudan because internet there is patchy due to an ongoing civil war. Twitter was down only 45 minutes, AO3 less than three hours, and La Poste nearly neuf hours. That's how they say nine there. In a stark demonstration of civilization's priorities. Rage, smut, and the mail, in that order. What if I'm mailing someone smut? Hmm. AMD's newest RX 7700 XT and 7800 XT graphics cards support Team Red's fluid motion frames, which is similar to Nvidia's RTX 40 series exclusive frame generation. But AMD's graphics captain, Scott Herkelman, the best kind of min, said in a recent interview with Club 386 that the tech could be made available to previous-gen Radeon cards and even older cards from teams RGNB, depending on whether the tech gets good reception from gamers. If it only gets medium reception, AMD will cancel the tech entirely out of embarrassment. Huawei's spin-off brand and Prince Zupko's favorite word, honor, unveiled the V-Purse and it's very purse, an outward folding smartphone that can also be worn as a clutch. The device has interchangeable straps and chains to match any fit. And the screen can be customized to look like a wide variety of different bags. But why buy multiple purses when you can buy one that will break the moment you drop it? But what a moment. She's a moment, she's an icon. She broke her phone. Scientists are using a combination of live ants and Age of Empires 2 to test whether it's better to have a small number of elite fighters or a massive number of weak fighters, AKA the Zerg Rush. They first tested their hypothesis in Age of Empires because wild insects are typically less cooperative than virtual infantry units. They then pitted 200 tiny Argentine ants against 20 comparatively massive Australian made ants they eat them? The meat ants always won, but they had fewer casualties when the terrain was more difficult and complex. In conclusion, if you're ever challenged to fight 10 angry toddlers, just do it on the jungle gym. I'm banned from nannying. (laughs) Give me my weekends back. But you don't have to fight anyone to get more tech news. You just need to tune in on Monday. Make sure to come back or you'll break the Quick Bits hearts, you monster.